Shahadu Allah Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudillahu wa man yudlilhu falahadiyala wa nashadu an la ilaha illallahu ahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna sayyadana wa maulana muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama tasliman kathiran kathira Amma ba'du faqad qala Allahu tabaraka wa ta'ala fil Qur'anil majid wal furqanil hamid fa'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim Qul ya ibadiyal ladhina asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a إنه هو الغفور الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل لقدة من لساني يفقه قولي صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين My dear respected elders and brothers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves all of us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create us to punish us Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not intend uh, to punish his creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us so that he may favor us with his bounties, with his, with his nemats. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create us in order to punish us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves his creation. And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that, O oh my Nabi, tell the people that my Allah is saying, Ya ibadi, O oh my banda, O oh my servant, alladheena asrafu ala anfusihim, 
O my banda, O my servant, the one who has oppressed himself by committing gunas and sins, who has wronged himself, who has harmed himself by committing gunas and sins, La taqnatu min rahmatillah, he should not be despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves his creation more than what a mother loves her child. There's an incident where some captives, after a certain war that had taken place, some cap- some captives were brought into into Madinah Sharif. And Sahaba Kiram were witnessing or looking at these captives and they saw a lady frantically running about amongst the captives. Eventually she found her child. She grabs hold of the child, you know, caresses the child and starts breastfeeding the child. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam noticed the sahaba kiram watching her and paying attention towards her. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the sahaba kiram, do you think this mother will ever throw that child into a fire? So they said, definitely not. Look at the amount of love she is showing towards the child. She was running frantically about um, uh, amongst the prisoners of war amongst the captives and when she found her child how she caressed the child and how much of love she expressed towards the child Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves his creation more than what that mother loves that child also in another hadith the famous hadith which probably we have heard many a times which comes in Riyadh al-Salihin where Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said what do you have to say about that person who is all alone in the desert with his camel laden with food and laden with his, pro- with his provisions he has his water and his provisions and all of a sudden the camel breaks away and runs away and he tries frantically looking for that camel of his and he cannot find the camel so he lies down under a tree waiting for moth now because that there is no other way out. But he just lies down, he closes his eyes, and when he opens his eyes, he finds the camel standing next to him. And with great joy and in excitement, he even says that, you know, Oh Allah, you are my servant and I am your Lord. In that excitement, he mixes up the words also. He was so happy. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, When the banda of Allah, when the servant of Allah turns to Allah, when he makes tawbah and he comes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala is more happier than that person who found his camel after losing all hope. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, O oh my banda, O oh my servant, ya ibadi, alladina asrafu ala anfusihim, the one who has harmed himself, who has, has oppressed himself by committing gunas and sin. When a person commits gunas and sin, he doesn't decrease the status of Allah Ta'ala in the least bit. When a person does good amals and good deeds, he doesn't increase the status of Allah in the least bit. Comes in one hadith mention is made, that if a person from birth to death remains in sajda, from birth to death remains in sajda even if it was possible. On the day of Qiyamah when he sees the greatness of Allah, the grand, the grandeur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will regard that sajda of his to be insignificant also. To be so insignificant. So when a person does any good amals, good deeds, he is not benefiting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the least but He's benefiting himself. When a person says, Subhanallah, glory be to Allah, and most pure is Allah, then he hasn't increased the purity of Allah. He hasn't increased the grandeur of Allah. By him saying, Subhanallah, he has increased his own purity. He has increased his own status in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by taking the name of Allah, by making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, when a person commits any gunas and sin, 
He hasn't decreased the status of Allah in the least bit. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, Ya ayyuhan nas antumul fuqara'u ilallah, wallahu huwal ghaniyul hamid. He yasha'a yudhibukum wa ya'ati bi qawmin akhirin, wa ya'ati bi akhirin. That you, we are all like beggars in the courts of Allah. Allah is absolutely independent whilst the entire creation is dependent on Allah. Wallahu huwal ghaniyul hamid. If Allah Ta'ala so desired, Allah could have got rid of entire creation, this entire uh, human race, Allah Ta'ala could wipe you off from the surface of the earth and bring about another creation. It's so simple. And it is not difficult for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to do that in the least. But if Allah Ta'ala wants, He can get rid of this entire world and create another world. With better people, with better bandas and better slaves and, 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 and better worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Ida Zulzilatil Ardu Zilzalaha was revealed, Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala was sitting and crying profusely because of the thought of the day of Qiyamah when the world will come to an end, etc. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala was crying. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala, what makes you cry? Said these verses of Ida Zulzilatil Ard, the Surah Ida Zulzilatil Ard. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam consoling Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu said to him that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so desired, he could have created another, another creation. If everybody do not sin, if nobody commits any sin, Allah Ta'ala would have cre- created another creation that would have committed gunas and sin, that would have made some mistakes, had shortcomings, and then Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala could forgive them. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves to forgive. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wants to forgive. Allah Ta'ala knows, Ummatum mudnibatun wa rabbun ghafur. That the creation of Allah, human beings, Allah has created us such that we tend to commit gunas and sin. We have shortcomings in us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most forgiving. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to forgive his bhanda and his, and his servant. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets upset with us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets angry with us when we turn away from Allah. But when a banda and a servant comes close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes happy. When a person makes toba and istighfar, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets very happy with that banda. Allah gets very happy with that servant and that slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Sa'id bin Jubayr radiallahu ta'ala anhu says that Hazrat Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu regarding this verse, Qul ya ibadi al-ladhin asrafu ala anfusimi says that some sahaba before accepting deen islam they came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and they said to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we want to accept Islam, but we have this worry and concern that we have committed many crimes. Murder, murder adultery, fornication, stealing, whatever it is, theft, etc. Many, many, many crimes. But we are concerned and worried, what's going to happen? Are we really going to be forgiven for all these crimes that we have committed? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these ayats, Ya ibad yalladheen asrafu ala anfusim, la taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't ever become despondent of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One lady came to Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And she said to Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu that I have committed adultery, the consequence of which I gave birth to a child, and then I killed that child. So on the one side I committed adultery, then I committed murder also. Is there a way out for me? Is there repentance for me? Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala said, no, no, no. There's no way out for you. You will not be honored and you can, there's no repentance for you. So this lady 
began to wail and cry. And she said that this beauty that I enjoy, is, is it going to be burning in the fire of Jahannam? Am I going to go to the fire of Jahannam? She began to cry and she got up from there and she walked away. Later, after the, uh, the Salatul Fajr, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu mentioned to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that this lady came to me and this is what she had to say and this is the reply I gave. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh Abu Huraira, very terrible thing you have mentioned. And the reply that you gave was very terrible, was inappropriate. Have you not read in the, in the Quran where, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتِ مَحَسَنَاتِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Have you not read in the Qur'an when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of the sifats and the qualities of the ibadur rahman of the pious servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah ta'ala says that وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَدْعُونَ مَا اللَّهِ إِلَىٰ آخِرٍ that the that pious servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who do not commit these type of crimes and if they happen to commit these types of crimes and gunas and sin, then the punishment will be very severe for them, except for the person who makes toba. Illa man taba, wa amana, brings iman, wa amila amalan saliha, and they do good amals and good, and good deeds, not only will Allah Ta'ala forgive them, فَأُولَٰئِكَ يُبَدِّلُ اللَّهُ سَيِّئَاتٍ حَسَنَاتٍ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change the evil into good, into good, into good deeds. This is how relenting, how merciful and how kind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. So Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu then goes out looking for that lady. He doesn't find her. The next day, Isha time, he finds her. And he mentions to her what Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had to say. Immediately she falls down into sajda. And making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh my Allah, you have granted me an escape from my gunas and sin and you have allowed me repentance and tawb and khoba. She gets up from the sajda. She frees the slave that she had, the slave girl that she had, and her, and the child of that slave girl also. She frees, she frees them as, as a recompense for her, for her guna and sin, and also in enjoyment and in happiness that her toba is accepted. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to accept and the repentance of a banda and a servant. We have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In this verse, in fact, Azad Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu used to say that there is great hope for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in these ayats of the Qur'an. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't ever become despondent of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, ulama explain and they say that it is a guna and sin. It's from amongst the major sins to become despondent of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person should never ever say that there is no hope for me. Neither are we allowed to say that a person, uh, that any other person has no hope or you writing anybody off. We have no right to write anyone off. Every person there is hope for him. For every banda, every servant of Allah, if he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is hope for him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is prepared to forgive him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, uh, is waiting to forgive him. One lady came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and she said to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that I have committed adultery and here I am pregnant. I want you to cleanse me and uh, pass the judgment of Allah upon me, the hukam of Allah upon me. In other words, the, uh, uh, the, pun- uh, the, uh, the prescribed punishment upon me. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
called the guardians of that lady and said to them that look after her. When she has given birth, then bring her back again. Eventually, after some time, she was brought back. And then, according to some of the she was sent back again until she weaned the child also. Then she was brought back, she was asked again, and she said, yes, she committed adultery, and she wants to be purified in this dunya, because they had this fikr, worry, and concern about akhirah. Eventually, her clothing was tied, wrapped, she was wrapped up properly, Thereafter, she was given the prescribed punishment. And as she was dying or passing away, or, or she passed away making toba to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was going to perform the janazah salah of that lady. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala who said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a woman that has committed adultery, and Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you're going to be performing the janazah salah. You shouldn't perform the janazah salah. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned to Umar radiallahu ta'ala, that if her toba was distributed among 70 men of Medina Sharif, it would suffice for all of them. This is the level of toba that she had made. She came forward wanting to be cleansed of her gunas and sin so that she may be presented in the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a manner that Allah is happy and pleased with her. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ibadi, O my banda, O my slave, look what Beautiful, what loving words Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using for us. Ya ibadi, oh my banda, oh my slave. To be the slave and to be called the slave of Allah is an honor. To be called the slave of anybody else is a disgrace. But to be called the slave of Allah is an honor. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was given an option. Do you want to be a king and a nabi or do you want to be a slave and a, and a rasul, a slave and a prophet? Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam chose to be a slave, to, uh, to be, uh, to have the title of the slave of Allah. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says, Subhanalladhi asra bi abdihi laylam min al masjid al haram. Allah took his slave, his servant, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the miraj. So Nabi, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ought to be called a slave and the servant of Allah. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us as the slaves of Allah. Ya ibadi, O oh my banda. Alladhi nasrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah. Don't ever become despondent of the mercy and the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one hadith, hadith al-Qudsi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ibn Adam, إِنَّكَ مَا دَعُوتَنِي وَرَجَوْتَنِي غَفَرْتُ لَكَ عَلَى مَا كَانَ مِنْكَ وَلَا أُبَالِي Oh my, oh, oh the son of Adam. That whenever you turn towards me, إِنَّكَ مَا دَعُوتَنِي وَرَجَوْتَنِي Whenever you call unto me, whenever you turn towards me, غَفَرْتُ لَكَ I will forgive you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not mind forgiving you. وَلَا أُبَالِي I will not mind at all. يَا بِنَ آدَمْ لَوْ بَلَغَتْ ذُنُوبُكَ عَنَانَ السَّمَا Oh my servant, if your gunas and sons reach the clouds in the skies also, and then you turn towards me, you seek my forgiveness, you ask me for forgiveness, I will forgive you, wala ubali, and I will not even mind, I won't bother about it. Insan is such that if you ask somebody for, for, for forgiveness, perhaps he'll forgive you. And insan is such, he don't like to forgive, but he'll forgive. He say, okay, never mind, let's call it day, let's, you know, make, make peace, and he'll forgive one another. After some time, if you do the same thing again, then he says, you, you remember the last time you did the same, you did the same thing, we had the same problem, now you're causing a problem again. But nevertheless, he'll forgive. But eventually, come to a point where you say, no, I don't want to have anything to do with it. This is not with Allah. 
in Allah Ta'ala yaqbalu tawbat al-abdi ma lam so long as you have life in your body so long as you have life in your body and every time you turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala will definitely forgive you Allah Ta'ala will turn towards you as well say ya ibn Adam innaka law ataytani bi turab al-ard khataya thumma thumma laqitani la tushriku bi shay'a la ataytuka bi turab al-ard maghfiratan that oh son of Adam if you come to me with gunas and sin as vast as the surface of this earth, and then you meet me in a condition that you never committed shirk, you do not ascribe anything as partners to me, and you make toba, you make istighfar, you ask Allah for forgiveness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that I will come towards you with forgiveness as vast as the surface of the earth. One person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi and he was very remorseful and he was saying, Wa dunuba, wa dunuba, so much of sins I have committed, so much of sins I have committed, I am destroyed, I am finished. And he said this a few times. Nabi Karim sallallahu called him, made him sit down and said to him, Say, Allahumma, maghfiratuka, awsa'u min dunubi, wa rahmatuka arja indi min amali. So the person repeated it. He said, Say it again. He said it again. He said, Say it again. He said it again. Made him say it a few times. Then Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Now go, you are forgiven. He said, Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa'u min dunubi. Oh Allah, your forgiveness is much greater than all my gunas and sins. Nobody's sins can be more. The whole, or the gunas and the sins of the entire world put together cannot equal the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma maghfiratuka awsa'u min dunubi. That, oh Allah, your forgiveness is much greater, very vast compared to my gunas and sins. Wa rahmatuka arja indi min amali. And I have more hope in your mercies, in your mercy than in my actions, in my amals. On the day of Qiyamah, nobody will enter into Jannah through, just through his amals. You will enter into Jannah through the mercy and the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a person should perform all the responsibilities and the duties that rest on his shoulders. Fulfill all the, all the faraiz of deen, the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, etc. But your hope should be on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You shouldn't have your, spin your hopes on your amals because our amals can be very deficient. But if a person pins his hopes on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is guarantee of his salvation because he has pinned his hopes on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls the banda and the servant towards his mercy. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, La taqnatu min rahmatillah, inna allaha yaqfirud dhunuba jamia, innahu huwa. Ever become despondent of the mercies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most forgiving, most merciful. Allah ta'ala loves to, for, uh, to forgive. As I said in the, in the beginning, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not create us to punish us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us to favor us with His mercies, with His rahmat, with His forgiveness. So what is required from us is for us to turn towards Allah and make amends, to sort our lives out. Allah ta'ala further says, we don't have the time now. وَأَنِيبُوا إِلَىٰ رَبِّكُمْ وَأَسْلِمُوا لَهُ مِنْ قَبْلِ يَأْتِيَكُمُ الْعَذَابُ ثُمَّ لَا تُنْسَرُونَ That turn towards Allah before that time when the azab of Allah comes and then we will have nobody to help us and assist us. So before more, let us make that peace with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, seek the forgiveness of Allah and rectify our situation and our position in the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq.